Oh well. So Loki debuted on this Disney Plus yesterday for episode 10 now. So I've got my review and spoiler talk here. First of all, it's kind of the same format as I did for Lights of WandaVision and something much older. The first part of this recording will be my non-spoiler talk, just a general opinion on that. And then after that we'll go into spoilers, but that will be clear signpost. What I would say is, right at the bat, I'm going to say this straight out, this was, to me anyway, the best of the premium episodes for any of the MTV shows, and it was really technically running right away. And there was no time wasted anything, it just pulls you right into it as well. It just, it's done so brilliantly. The humour is done in such a way. There's great humour in it as well. There's not a lot of action in this scene, I think, in this episode, but it didn't really need to be because it was just so human, so that space the pacing was electric. Performances are great as well. From my lesson shows his range and Loki as well. So bouncy. It picks up straight off from like 2012 Loki, but then you see as the episode progresses, you get to see his range. It's so brilliant done. Owen Wilson is a great addition to this again. And Tom Ellison and Walton Wilson, as you would expect, have a great bounce feature and incredibly well. I just like seeing the trade. It really does work so far. And he has. As the other Marvel shows have done very well, again, the cliffhanger. It leaves you on a cliffhanger waiting to see what happens next. Incredibly well done. So, I've got to say, definitely my favourite of the MCU debut, premiere episodes anyway. So, of the MCU shows, and they were all very good as well, but this really, to me, is the one I would say is the top one so far in terms of debuts. Can't wait to see what happens next. So. Without a doubt, Loki is a massive, massive, massive thumbs up. So definitely worth watching. Now then, I haven't said that. Now I'm going to go into the spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen it yet, make do yourself a favor and go and watch it. Because it's awesome. But, uh, so uh, if you don't care about spoilers, well, here we go. We're going into spoilers in 3, 2, 1. Here we go. So, right, out, right off the bat, as I said, it wastes no time. It picks, it, Shows a little, goes back into that little moment in Avengers Endgame where they go back to New York in 2012 and where Loki gets the test of that. But he ends up in the Mongolian desert and then like the Minutemen, I think they're called, the Pine people come out and basically arrest him for and he, You can see as well, he's already, he's still in 2012 Loki as well. He's like trying to find his who's desperate to rule. He's like, this is a little pompous speech of the trying to rule over them. But they ain't having none of that and get smacked in the jaw. And like, I mean, it's like he's moving at a 6.16 to speed or something like that. Uh, so, I mean, he's captured by the, these uh, uh, Minutemen and he's taken to the TVA, which is the Indian variant of the Minions or something like that, or something like that. Um, there's a lot of great humor here as well. And this moment you've got as well, you get the moment from what was in the second trailer where he gets asked to sign that with a nice habit, but he's a few more that he's ever said, things like that. Gets asked to go through a sort of machine and then gets asked if he's a robot. And then he goes back and goes, hang on, what happens if you're a robot? And you go, yeah, the seamount and then disintegrate and then he's like, no, I don't know about robot. One of the great things is that we've got this scene where it basically explains everything that works. It's a little cartoon. I think it's in this minute, a little cartoon. This is definitely, definitely reminded me of Mr. B and from Jurassic Park. This was brilliant. This actually takes a lot of exposition 
it's in an entertaining, easy to digest way, instead of having a other shows could have a whole episode where they just try and explain exposition and it could get bogged down with it. But no, it keeps the case in brisk, keeps it going along, along brilliantly. And it was it was really very well done. This was so brilliant so much. It's almost like it was a distant relative of Mr. Deary in another timeline. This was so good, so brilliant. And it was out of really fun. And this next was uh, voiced by Harris Strong's here, so she's also voiced um, Harley Quinn as well in passing, and she may she may join the 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 ranks of being in both Marvel and DC. So good stuff there, good stuff. So we we also get a flashback moment, but not a flashback moment, but a, well, kind of when the you know, the, the first see when Wilson's character Mr. Morbius, Morbius of this book, and. They're in France in the 1500s. Somebody's just been murdered, and they're looking to it. And then speaks to this little girl about who did it, and he points at a, a glass window with the devil on it, which was good. This was a great scene, and this was really intriguing. It's like, okay, this is completely away from the, 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 the this is one scene that's taking place from another sentence where they're looking at this, and this is an intriguing way to introduce this character. And then, to a show of notes, he comes in, has his moments below. Loki as well. Was that, this was some great stuff here when they're like playing bad stuff like the Avengers and things like that. Um, um, it's like talking to Loki. Interesting thing he says about he's meant to be the god of mischief, but he does stuff that mischief, but he does stuff that isn't mischievous, it's more vicious. And so it's true, like when he was like taking the guns out of the and the Avengers and he's just trying to blot out the planet. That's, that's, that's a bit over the score of mischief. And to be fair, he would become more mischievous after this in later comes. It was more he was more mischievous than William Evil. We did have the little fun and things like that. But what was really, really well done was where they start showing in the future. Especially specifically what happened next in for the Dark World. When Saint Elves up one staircase and that ended up killing his mother. You can then start to see the pan impact on this is what I mean about Todd Hiddleston's range. Because it was that from 2012 Loki. You know, Loki we've seen from the first two films, he was just like uh, he's still got that really like arrogance and things like that. But then you can see that he's responsible for his mother's death. Or he's going to be responsible for his mother's death. That's when you see the pan, that's when you start to see the range as well. It goes from one switches from one where one looks up from, from one element to another in that, which actually really showed off his rangers in that, which was brilliant. Even got the more than Owen Wilson, but he says he's going to kill him, because Owen Wilson just says, what, like, you did your mother? And he was like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit harsh, but, you know. Um, so that's pretty good. You can actually start to see it. So another thing as well, when you see the first escape, and it's like, he talks to the guy, it's behind the desk, he sees infinity stones in the drawer, and he's just like, oh, yeah, these are the paperweights. It's like, <laughs> So in the TV, Infinity Stones just uh, nothing, all that thing that caused all that bother, no, they're just paperweights, you know, so they're pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. And he manages to like, escape for a bit, he actually then goes and starts playing for and this was great as well, you can see what this stuff when it starts working, like when you see Odin passing away, or like, you know, you can see that he's actually standing somewhere, so he's working before, you know, like, you know, he's been sitting at his touching, so you can see that he knows he's still got a bomb for his brother, which is always going to be there. And then, of course, you get to the moment when he actually sees his own death, when Thanos snaps his neck, and he'll, I don't know, not stuff, but absolutely crushes his throat, basically. 
that's a great moment as well. It's one of those things. If you had the chance to see forward of it, you wouldn't want to, but you wouldn't to your death. You, you wouldn't want to, but you wouldn't be able to resist it in there. This was so brilliantly done. This was excellent stuff. And then come at the end and and he was like talking to your base and he talks about who needs his help to capture another variant to move them to talk causing havoc in our timelines now. I think at this moment in France, I've kind of forgotten about this going up to this point and I remember thinking, oh, I wonder what that was all about. But then we got to that this point where we talked about there's a variant causing trouble in different timelines and going all over the place. And Luke is asking about it and he says, we need your help to capture it because it's you. And you're like, oh, there you go. And then it shows you an Oklahoma and a hooded figure and a lot of fire and like that. Great ending. Can't wait to see what happens next. So, yeah, this whole, there's a lot of talk about the multi there and things like that. And I might not be, when it comes face to face, I might not be from here. Obviously, it's very easy to face because there was talk that there was going to be a lady rotating at some point as well. And maybe different people playing in these timelines, which opens up the multiverse thing, which also could tie in even when it talks about how it ties in with Doctor Strange. Yes, it also could tie in Spider-Man as well, because all these rumours about Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and all that. Gustav Hawk as well, maybe coming back for that, so yeah. So it would make sense having different people playing the okay and things like that. So yeah, brilliant stuff, absolutely awful. Real pleasure talking about that. So I think we're probably doing the same as I did for One Division and for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'll be doing a review and spoiler talk every week. I'll just take a different day because it's a Wednesday now, but I'm kind of happy with that. I, I do wonder why they can't move it to a Wednesday, but I do wonder if it's because there's more movies coming out now. They typically come out on Friday, so more people are going out to the movies again now, thankfully. So I wonder if they just move it to a Wednesday because, so it's not clashing with that. So you and then you'll get your. It'll boost the opening game figures as well, the game figures as well. Perfect. And that's possibly when you can get plus as well with Black Widow to come out in July. They probably didn't want, and this is still going to be running when Black Widow comes out, so they probably didn't want them being on the same day as a conflict. You can walk to the in a couple of days later, Black Widow will be out. So, yeah, I think that's possibly what happened here. But, I don't know. There you go, but it is what it is. But, there you have it, your plunder, absolutely love the first episode of Loki, can't wait for next week, so here we go. Thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen to me and